the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. What an awesome God we serve, and this is the day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. So how are you, my dear brothers and sisters? As for me, I am in love. I am in love with Jesus. We are going to address the love of God. And that love of God is a spiritual force more powerful than anything and anybody under the sun. So stay tuned. And in case you missed our previous broadcast, we are on podcast. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. We are still in the process of expanding and improving and upgrading the radio broadcast and our outreaches. So it's amazing on what God is giving us. We are preparing to hold prophetic school and business school online. And we will expand our outreaches like YouTube and any other means. It is time and we're getting prepared for it. And thank you for uh, coming to the fundraising events that uh, we have held. And thank you for sowing seed. Consider sowing seed to expand uh, this radio program and all of our outreaches. We are expanding. Glory to God. Be a part of it. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting with verse 1 all the way through 8, in NIV it says, If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, But have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And down to verse 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. When you are in love, when you love somebody, 
you love making that person happy. His or her happiness is your focus. And you are happy making that person that you love happy. That's how it should work. That's how it should be. You love doing things for that person and love being with that person. Not to satisfy your own heart, but the satisfaction of your heart loving that person. In a very self-centered society, it seems that this kind of love is lost. But if you look closer, you will find that kind of love. It's still here. And let us focus on that. Giving love to the person that you love, you will always be considerate. Our primary example is Jesus. He always protects. He is love. He is always considerate, forgiving. And he is life-giving, hope-enabling, and life-sustaining. It is not just an emotional thing. It is also healing. It is a spiritual force. I am finding out in the walk in the ministry and in my own life, what 1 Corinthians meant. 1 Corinthians 13. If you have not loved, you are nothing. I discovered the love relationship with Jesus when I got born again and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I didn't know how to pray. And the Holy Spirit led me to pray this prayer. Prayer to the Holy Father. In the name of Jesus, teach me how to love Jesus back. Make me fall in love with him over and over again. And the Holy Spirit took over. He answered that prayer instantaneously in a blink of an eye. How did it all come about? Ever since I was a child, my parents noticed that when it comes to going to church as a Catholic or going to Mass, I was very intense and I go almost every day. And I started helping in cleaning the church pews. And ever since the priest, I found out that he loves me, that Jesus loves me, and he saved me. So I started serving him in my own way at the age of five. I talked to Jesus all the time, and he answered me back in dreams, in visions. But I would not dare to tell anyone because they think that I'm crazy because I never heard anyone having supernatural experiences, including the priest. And he, he was a prophet. He was a charismatic priest filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, prophesying. And then they moved him. They transferred him. So when I was 17 years old, I walked away from established religion because I experienced and witnessed some things that I know. It is not from God. The priest who replaced our favorite father, the priest, was stalking me. And I was only 17 years old. So I moved away. I stopped going to Mass. All I know is that God is a loving God. And that is my reality. When I got born again and baptized with the Holy Spirit, I started operating the gifts of the Holy Spirit Almost instantly. I didn't even know what they're called, but I know that they're from him. 
When some of the people in the Bible study witness that God is moving through me and in me, in my life, instead of them getting excited for me, they got angry with me, and some even hated me. So I withdrew from all of that. I withdrew from the Bible study for months, and the Holy Spirit taught me the things of God. I fell in love with Jesus throughout my walk. Even in good times, bad times, what sustained me and kept me grounded is the love of God and my loving Him back. What people termed as my rise in the ministry was phenomenal. It's because I devoted my free time spending with Jesus. And the Holy Spirit will teach me which part of the Bible I need to meditate on for that particular time. Me and Jesus always go for a drive every weekend. And during the day in work week, I ate at the park close to the office so that I can spend more time with him. I lost the desire of doing anything else. I stopped socializing because I'd rather spend time with Jesus than anybody else. I got addicted to Jesus. And he's more than happy to support that addiction. I started stalking him in the spirit, and he enjoyed every moment of it. I stumbled into something that people only heard about or read about. And Jesus and my supernatural experience with him became my reality. You know, unbeknownst to a lot of people, a lot of Christians, God does not appear to you only once or talk to you once in a lifetime. He desires that fellowship. He wants and craves that personal relationship with him. After all, he created romance. He created mankind to walk with him, to acknowledge him that he exists and that he is a loving and a merciful God. So I promise to Jesus that I'll make things easier for those that want to fall in love with him. Because I had a lot of bad experience from other people. Because it's still a competition for them. But with me, I did not notice any of those. I was in love with Jesus. So I promise, I made him a promise that I will teach his people, whomsoever that would want to get to know him, to love him back the way I do, then I will make things easier for them. I will disciple them. I will trade them. So from then on, when I encounter someone that are hungry for Jesus and want to develop that relationship with him, I started training them. As long as you're consistent. And several years ago, I held a wedding ceremony. The first group who exchanged marriage covenant with Jesus have now been celebrating their wedding anniversaries since then. It is wonderful. They continue to fall in love with him and having that relationship. The last time we were in Israel, some of those who exchanged marriage vows before have renewed their vows to Jesus and became friends of the bridegroom, and they helped and were a part of the wedding ceremony. They were so excited and they were so blessed. Now that desire is spreading, and that is the utmost 
that I want to do for God. That desire to be truly one with Jesus, putting him first more than anything and more than anyone on the face of the earth. And I pray that it will spread and will continue to spread like wildfire. That nothing can quench it. Hundreds of leaders in the Philippines alone express their desire to have him truly as their first love, to learn how to experience falling in love with Jesus. Glory to God. And I'm planning on that trip. It will be sometime in November or December. And I'm going to hold two weeks of training with different groups. And I'm going to hold the Empower a Leader, Empower a Nation Ministers Conference in other provinces. So it is going to be amazing. And we just ended our fundraising event, but we will going to hold future fundraising events before I leave for the Philippines. That is one of the best ways to raise money for the trip. It's going to be awesome. How about you? How is your personal relationship with the Lord? You need to ask yourself that. Because you know what? I have such an exciting life. And some of them, I'm going to pick on Glennis um, in this radio broadcast. I told Glennis that the year 2017 is the year for the church, the emergence of a glorious church, and for us individual to really get trained and get discipled in the things of God. And she went to Israel with us and fell in love with Jesus. She cannot stop crying tears of joy. Because she can see it, she can feel it, that what is happening to her is something you can only dream about if you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus. Everything is manifesting in her life. She entered a new season, which is supernatural. She is in love with Jesus. God told her to sell her house, to have a new beginning. And she did, and she bought a new one. So they're closing in in a few days. She is overwhelmed with the love of God. And I told her, this is just the beginning. And so many other stories to tell you. Testimonies. Their lives change as they focus on the love of God. The Holy Spirit is more than happy to lead the way. What a glorious God. If you see... And meet Yvonne, Leon, Janet, Gail, Sandy, and many others. They are different. Their lives got transformed. They will never look back because their present and their future is a lot glorious in Christ Jesus. Amen. You remember when you fall in love with someone for the first time? That person is all you think of, right? Even some of your interests and hobbies, they got changed because all you want is to share that person's interest before yours. And your love for that person is greater than your love for yourself. Things is going to work. Because if you love yourself more, you started making demands instead of a loving relationship. And you remember how it is, whether you got hurt or you got rejected and there's a deep wound in your heart right now, God is going to change your heart. God is going to heal those wounds. 
And when you're in love with him and said, like, he's not going to hurt you. That's one thing that I like. He's going to love you more and introduce you to a lot of supernatural things. He will win you. And he will. Jesus will make sure that you would not desire anything and anyone more than him. I love that. And when you fall in love with Jesus, it doesn't matter what is going on in your life, including the afflictions, the pains, the turmoils, the challenges. You know he will give you peace. He will make a way for you when there seems to be no way out. He will make sure and he will take care of those things that concern you. You can take that to the bank. He is so trustworthy and he is so in love with you. So when you're in love, you want to share everything with the one that you love. So you don't have to be concerned about you backsliding or falling away from your faith. If you are in love with Jesus, he will make sure the Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you into all truth. That is awesome. Jesus loves us unconditionally, right? And keep in mind, Jesus will never sacrifice one of his beloved for the others. He does not play favorites. He gave his only begotten son. And while we were sinners, he already loved us. He loved us first. I would rather cling to Jesus than anything on the face of the earth. No matter what I do or did not do or don't do for him, when I call him, he will always have me back. He takes me back gladly. You too. All you need to do is to run to him. I love that about the Lord. I can be myself with Jesus. I can talk to him, oh, everything under the sun. Sometimes he'll stop me and say, Christina, you're being silly. But he is always there, engage. And when you are in love with Jesus, things will start falling in their proper places with your loved ones in all areas of your life. Things may not manifest on the timing you wanted or in a manner that you desire or expect, but things will manifest God's way and his ways are perfect. Remember, every time that Father God looks at you, he doesn't see any faults from you. He sees Jesus. And when Jesus is thinking about you, his thoughts are always good through and through. Remember Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, It says, For I know the plans I have for you. He never forget them, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. It is the plan of God to prosper you, my dear brothers and sisters. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. This is the best. You know, you want... Uh, so, uh, I, I, I was approached um, when, when uh, especially uh, on the minister's conference, when the pastor's witnessed the move of God and the prophecies manifested, they want, they desire that kind of anointing. They want to know, some will follow me 
If I let them, they will follow me wherever when I'm there. And some of them and many of them are doing that. And they listen to our podcast. Now, probably we have more listeners overseas than here in the state of Texas. But that is going to change when we expand this radio program. It, it is God's idea in the first place. But they desire that kind of anointing. And they don't see any programs. They don't see any performance. And especially when they witness, when everybody witness that the Holy Spirit are slaying people by hundreds and by thousands, including the catchers. And I'm just staying there looking so anointed. I didn't do the job. So they want it. They desire it because all of us. All of us pastors or leaders, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, what we want is to be effective in the kingdom of God. What we want is to be able to reach many people. And that desire, and they always ask me, how did you get anointed? How do you hear from God? And I always taken aback when they ask me that because it is not the training. It is not the impartation. It is not the gallons of oil that I ordered, anointing oil from other ministers. It is not the handkerchief, the prayed handkerchief that people have been giving me. It's not that. I can only conclude it's my relationship with Jesus. I focus on Jesus and then he'll tell me and said, I want you to go here or I want you to do that. And then he'll lead me as far as the topics and everything else. And I don't have to spend many, many months in preparing for, for a big event. When God tells me and said, okay, what do you want me to tell your people? And a lot of times we are in a conference. As soon as I was introduced and take the microphone, the Holy Spirit will tell me and said, uh, I don't want you to, uh, to teach that. I want you to teach this. And I just let him lead me. And people are astounded. I said, like, how come you don't even read your notes? And you've been talking for days and you've been talking for hours. Because you know why? I give them Jesus. And because of that personal relationship. That's how I have my anointing. Okay. And when you are in love with Jesus, you don't have to be concerned about taking glory away from him. Because you love him that much, that you will always consider his heart, his will, and purpose for your life. And just like what 1 Corinthians 13 said, love always trusts, love always hopes, love always perseveres. And I don't have to be concerned about anything else. And so are you. You want a shortcut, you wasted too many long hours in trying to get the anointing and you're running around in circles that sometimes God moves in one and sometimes he doesn't and said, stay away from that. You want a shortcut. You want a direct that you will not fail, that you will not get into error is to fall in love with Jesus. And I guarantee you, you'll fall in love with his people because they are a part of him also. And everything else will fall into its place. I tell you what is not comfortable in the flesh, but my gosh, every time God will manifest himself and touch his people, it's heaven on earth for me, especially when I hear him say, 
Christina, I am so happy. Thank you. Thank you for doing this for me. And man, I just like, even though I am bone tired, I just like, I am always excited. And I'm very, very excited for you. Now that you're listening, the Holy Spirit costs you to listen to this message. Fall in love with Jesus. I'm going to have a, uh, like a uh, training, for lack of a better word, probably Friday night and Saturday for those of you who wanted to really be in love with Jesus and you know what you know. Why am I confident? Because I love him and I know he loves me. And nothing, nothing can separate me from him because of, of his love. So it is a very exciting life. And if you're too far away from San Antonio, then ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Forsake every preconceived ideas and welcome the supernatural adventure and a glorious things that will unfold in your life. Amen? It's not too late. It's not too late. Call me, 210-695-1630. Remember, God loves you. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. The morning Sunday service starts at 1030 and the evening service at 7 p.m. I'll see you there. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.